What's up, film fans, and welcome to a very special edition of What the Flick, the podcast where we rewrite films we haven't seen based only on the poster. I'm Matt. And I am uh, crypto finance genius Stuart McKeown. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we will be saying to Hollywood as a whole stop making stupid origin films. <laughs> What the flick? What the flick? We don't know what a movie is. Gonna tell you what we think it's about with the help of the post. We figured it out. What the flick? What the flick? And the writer's film that already exists will be doing it better because we're so cool and back to two years up in school. What the flick? What the flick? We're never gonna watch that shit. Got better writers than Steven Spielberg. Film directors are all dumb nerds. What the flick? What the flick? That's the name of the podcast. It's almost time to make some noise. It's time for the poster boys. So what the flick? Right, Matt, this is all that we've just come up with this literally seconds ago. But let, let's say, give everyone a quick recap of the conversation we had. You said, should we do one of those weird um, dude bro fa- uh, like success films? And I said, what do you mean? And you just said, air. And I went, I get you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I think it's it's like these kind of, like, is this, I feel like the social network isn't one of them, but it probably is, right? It probably started it, I think. And they've had like jobs. Yeah. Which was, but these are about companies, broader things. Oh, there was the founder as well, wasn't there? Michael Keaton did McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know, for some reason, they feel less stupid than the ones that are coming out at the moment. And I'm specifically thinking about Blackberry, the stupidest film concept maybe (laughs) ever, (laughs) Tetris, which isn't far behind, and Air. Right, those three. Mm-hmm. There's something about them that is just the world's most annoying thing. Yeah, right? it's like, hey, hey, did you, you know, like you always hear the, the phrase like, hey, you don't want to know how the sausage gets made or something. This is like three films. Like, hey, guys, guess what? We're making a movie exclusively showing you how the sausage is made, <laughs> but also everyone in it is astronomically richer than you, and therefore more, very annoying. <laughs> They're probably, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna try and convince you that they've got problems. Yeah. It's really sad that Ben Affleck's playing this man with sunglasses because he's insanely rich and he's made the most powerful shoe in the world. But he's a bit sad. <laughs> oh, but uh, is he going to get to do it? Is he going to get to make the shoe? Oh, fuck. I've not seen Air, and I really hope Ben Affleck's character isn't genuinely some really sympathetic like person who's been fucked over. <laughs> and I'm like calling him. <laughs> I just, yeah, we should we should say we haven't seen any of them. Don't intend to. They all seem stupid. If you tell me they're not, I won't believe you. That's true. I mean, Blackberry has Glenn Harton from (laughs) It's Always Sunny in it. Surely it can't be serious. It's Jay Jay Baruchel and Glenn Harton. (laughs) Jay Baruchel, yeah, with the stupid white hair. He looks like the villain in a sci-fi movie. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like he'd be the villain in the direct-to-DVD sequel of 12 Hour Photo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right, so what we're going to do is we're going to pick a product at random but we're going to do an origin story movie. Yeah, I feel like we might need to think quite carefully about this to find, you know, the stupidest one that people with .eth usernames on Twitter would definitely go and see en masse. Well, the thing is as well, I think think for it to be relevant to stuff that we actually know about, we kind of have to pick a product that has only existed the last 30 years, right? Yeah, well, I was because my initial thought was Doge. Right, <laughs> to the story of Dogecoin. But I don't know fucking shit about cryptocurrency, so I don't know whether we can 
it's, get across that in a meaningful way. It's very funny because I thought it was memes. <laughs> oh, I see. You thought. <laughs> no, but not, not like I thought you were talking about Doge the meme. I was thinking we talk about the origin of memes. <laughs> so... Oh, right. So you were thinking your pitch is meme. <laughs> yeah. Me- I don't think the trouble is I don't think meme works yeah, because it's not it has a business. to be yeah it's not a business a, it has to be businessman like it has to be crypto bro nonsense right hustle culture yeah. fucking um, inspirational business cunts Matt do you know who Jake Humphreys is no Jake Humphreys was a man who up until very recently worked for BT Sport as just like an in like just a host of shows you know I mean he was just like Let's talk about football, etc. But in his spare time, all he does is talk about high performance and how he uh. thinks in school there should be one hour a week where they teach you about high performance. And I cannot think of a what world... What is, like, I- is the, like just the concept of performing well or is high performance like a energy drink that he's sponsored by? <laughs> no, it's literally like him just being like... Um, you. I, I think it's the kind of bullshit where people are like... I don't actually take weekends. I only take a, a mini vacation for just Saturday, and Sunday is prep for work day. And it's like the exact same thing as a weekend, but they like categorize it different in their heads. So they think they're like high performance people. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, and it's kind of thing you'd be like, I actually sleep two four hour shifts a night because your brain works in four hour shifts. So I'll sleep for four hours, get up, go on the bike for 10 minutes, and then go back to sleep again. And I'm like, that's, like, that's exactly what I'm doing, but I'm not going on the bike. <laughs> like, yeah, all I'm doing is waking up lying there yeah. and wondering if I need to piss more than <laughs> I need to be back asleep again. I genuinely think people like that, right? Like, people like that who are so obsessed with high performance and stuff. Yeah. Um, or the people who, like me, are also terrified of dying, but are trying to deal with it the opposite way to me. They deal with it in a different way. Yeah, they deal with it by having a blood boy. <laughs> have you seen, have you heard about this? No, what's a blood boy? This guy, this tech, sort of Silicon Valley, like, rich cunt, mm-hmm. who's obsessed with living forever. Oh my God. Um, and he, what he does is he, his, his, he affectionately calls his son blood boy, because what he does is he takes blood from his son and injects it into himself so that he's got young blood in him. Jesus. Wait, the musician? No. <laughs> no, no, not, not the musician. Maybe that's why young blood is called that. Maybe he's going to live for it. Yeah, that's a certain vampire aesthetic to him. It, yeah, for you know, sure. I don't know why, but this conversation made me realize that we should do this our movie about the creation of the TV show Top Gear. Uh just because that seems exactly the kind of person who'll be like, Jeremy Clarkson was an innovator, and they get someone who's like unnecessarily attractive to play a young Jeremy Clarkson and things like that. Like, just surreal stupid stuff. And in our film, obviously, we just have a Muppet play a young Richard Hammond. <laughs> we have a, ch- ch- it's a child. <laughs> He's just holding uh, James May's hand the whole time. James yeah. May is still the same age as he is now, as he has always been. So... Why don't we let's let's for inspiration? Shall we have a look at these posters? Yeah, break them down, uh, and we'll see if we can, well, if we can glean anything. Time for the poster. Let's look at the poster. Poster time. It's poster time. I actually quite like the Blackberry poster. Yeah, the Blackberry poster is um, Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton's characters. With the word Blackberry above them and some other like characters in the background in like yeah, and so they're in like it's it's a collage of screen of uh of of photo I guess it's a photo broken down into 
it's 16 a, by 9 squares. It's the Brick Breaker game from BlackBerry. And it's also in the shape of a BlackBerry. Yeah. I think it's a good poster. And the tagline, work hard, fail hard, is also good. Yeah, because Blackberries are famously shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you would not, you know, it's the sort of poster, again, it looks corporate, right? Mm, absolutely. It's the sort of thing you might see advertising a security firm or something, and you wouldn't be surprised by it. It really reminded me for some reason of what's that film with Benedict Cumberbatch where he plays the Enigma Machine guy? The, the invasion, not the invasion of lying. So that's like the. I know the one you mean. Yeah, but it looks so a bit like something the, game. I think it's called. Yeah, the Imitation Game is that it? No, I don't know. maybe doesn't that's ma- it. Doesn't matter. It looks. Who cares? A, for some, for some you all know it, what we mean. Look it up. Christ, it, <laughs> there's only so much we could do for it. Um, right, let's move on to Tatra's poster because that's what fucking does my head. In. <laughs> I see. I don't mind this either. I, again, I think it's got a good tagline: the game you couldn't put down, the story you couldn't make up. Now, don't get me wrong; that's a good tagline. It is, and I actually think the picture of Tyrant Edgerton's fine. What I yeah. hate is the fact that it actually breaks the rules of Tetris. You're <laughs> right because it's made up. He's got loads of lines here that are all together, mm-hmm. and they haven't disappeared. Yeah, there should be little spaces in each of these lines. Yeah, or at least they should have done it have, deliberately badly. Or she just have big sections of his face missing. Was what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. The not get me wrong. I think it's a perfectly fine poster. To be clear, it's just a picture of Taran Adjutant with the Tetris lines falling onto him. Yeah, the Tetrinos, which is what they're called, yeah. by the yeah. way. Sorry, in Matt. case you didn't know, that's a little <laughs> fun just, fact. For just you. so everyone knows, Matt just lowered his glasses when he said that. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. And then, I did. And then I've cut it out, cap. but I did a snort, and then I pushed my glasses up with two fingers. Yeah. Um, and then I said, "Um, actually, <laughs> they're called Tetrinos." <laughs> And then now some cunt's going to come in and like say, actually, they're not. They're called Tetrominoes or some shit, and I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> Tetrominoes is a don't very tell funny. me. Don't I don't. I'm not interested in knowing if I'm wrong or not. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the point is, yeah, they're filling up Taron Egerton's face and upper chest area, mm-hmm. and it says Tetris in the font, and it says the game you can put down the store you can make up. Ugh. Uh, look, it's so shit that Matt cannot stay awake. It is called the <laughs> imitation game. Sorry, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't let it go, so I had to look it up. It Jesus Christ, I've just realized that Chris Tucker's an heir. Holy shit. <laughs> we were just off screen talking about... No, wait, maybe it wasn't off screen. We were talking about Rush Hour. Was that a different podcast? Fuck, I can't... Yeah, no, that was Memento, which... <laughs> <laughs> which might funny. have come out by this point or might not have done it's very funny to not know not remember that we were talking about Memento that is very funny everyone this is a little bit just for you listeners this will be an inconsistent joke if anyone as ever opposed ma- to the rest of the podcast <laughs> which is not for you listeners if anyone ever mentions Memento I, I'm not, I think we should commit to for not remembering that we ever did the episode I think oh, it should yeah, be better that we just have no memory of it. Never, yeah, we'll never talk about it again. Starting from now. Anyway, the Air poster, which is about making the Air Jordans. Some yeah. icons are made to fly. I think that's an okay tagline. It's not the again, worst. I, don't, I think all of these are good posters. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't think there's a bad poster among them. I'm sh- sure they're all bad movies. Don't correct me. Anybody, <laughs> ever. But <laughs> I, they are all good posters. Can I say one thing about the air poster that, again, I didn't know that would really put me off watching it? And I think this is... I don't think it's a super controversial take, but I think it's one of those takes that people will be a bit confused by. Anytime Jason Bateman's in something, I just flat out refuse to watch it now. 
That's I, fair enough. I, I think. think I think he's maybe the most irritating person ever put to screen. Sure, I, I've watched yeah. a lot of the bad Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> I'm agreeing with this slowly as I Google Jason <laughs> Bateman. He's the guy from Arrested Development who I think in Arrested Development is broadly fine because he's not really the com. He's like the straight man that things happen to, right? Right. Okay. But I find him, his whole per- like. The way he acts, the way he talks, everything, his comedic delivery, so frustrating. thought, I've been thinking that Jason Bateman, and then who's the guy who, like, served his wife divorce papers while she was accepting an award or something and is in Ted Lasso? Oh, Jason Sudeikis? I th- yeah, Jay- to me, they're the, they, up until now, to me, they've been the same person. Ah, yes. Well, they're not, and I like one of them, and I don't like the other one. And the one I do like, I only like a bit because of things you've just said. (laughs) (laughs) The things that he's done. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) the point is I'll never watch Air, even if it wasn't about making shoes because Jason Bateman's in it. Sure, yeah, but again, it's got a good cut, and I think it's done the kind of like, you know, the kind of um, lazy stupid totem pole trailers that every marvel mm-hmm. movie does where it's just a bunch of actors heads yeah arranged haphazardly on top of each other yeah in varying sizes yeah it's kind of done that but in like a more interesting graphic design way yeah because right? everyone's got a background of a scene that they're in right yeah. which, have, which makes it more interesting i think yeah and it's kind of it it's broken up into almost like a yeah, in, in, uh, it, it's, it's nice. It's nice. And it's got two taglines. One is some icons are meant to fly, and the other one is courting a legend. But court is spelled C-O-U-R-T. Of course. Oh, because of basketball. I don't know. Is that how it's spelled anyway? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know anything. We're fam- like famously. The whole point of this is we're the stupidest concert I've ever lived. Famous dumb guys, and we sure Matt, are. I've thought of the product. I've thought of the fucking perfect product for us to do this movie about. Hit me with it. Right, and I think it'll be funny because as far as I know, there's no given name for it. And I think it'll be funny because that'll be part of the film of the guy trying to come up with a name. You know those pin things you put your hand in that leaves an imprint of your hand? Yes. <laughs> you know those things that like people put like their face in and then put it on like a shelf as a bit of a design feature? I think one of those. I think that's the funniest fucking thing to do. Well, okay, so what is it called? <laughs> it's nothing that has to be the whole point of the film. <laughs> Because if there's one thing I know about these films is they've got one word titles. According to the Google I just did, um, pin thing you put your hand in, it's just called 3D pin board. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that's not a funny idea for a movie though. Like I would watch that because it would be so quick to be like, how can this have an interesting story? (laughs) How could it? You'd want to know who would your lead? Who would your lead character be? <laughs> um, In pin or oh, Daisy Radley? <laughs> sure, why not? My what Beyblades? <laughs> Fuck, that's pretty good. Beyblades is pretty good, but I think it also I think it also needs to be tech, probably. Yeah, and it needs to be stupid. Well, what's the stupidest bit of tech? What's the stupidest app? Uh, Tender. Nah, Tinder probably will. Tinder probably will Tinder have will a... have a movie at some point, for sure. It'll be called Swipe. Yeah, oh, fuck. It will be called Swipe. We should make Swipe now, so that if someone makes it, we can sue them for a lot of money. We can sue them. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, yeah, do, right. let's do Tinder. Let's do Swipe. 
But crucially, we're not going to look up anything about no. the actual history of Tinder. We're just going to make it up. Completely fictional, what the flick history of Tinder. Right, Matt, here's what I want to ask before we start. Because obviously you have to make this a success bro story, right? Yeah. Are we going to make the main character a dick? Or are we going to make him someone who has redemptive qualities that even though he makes Tinder, he eventually becomes good? Because if we were making it, like realistically, if I'm going to tell you how I think Tinder is made, I, I'm i assuming the main guy is going to be a cunt start to finish. But for a good movie <laughs> to exist, I think there has to be some redemption to it. Do you know what I mean? I think what it has to be is somebody that... The line we have to walk is that it's somebody that we would consider an irredeemable cunt, mm-hmm. but that somebody who wears a slim-fitting suit to work every day would consider like an inspirational icon. All right, well, I, I hate doing the thing where I give like a huge, like, here's the overriding plot, but what if we work towards this? Cause I think that's a nice... I've got a, a nice general skeleton of an idea, right? What if the uh, guy makes Tinder and then he falls in love with someone using Tinder and then he has to choose between them and the app, but at the end he sells the app for like fucking 50 million. And it's like meant to be like this big happy end, you're like, but he's still... And that's, well, and it, that's his big sacrifice. Yeah, and it's like a still... Is that he <laughs> takes the deal for like a billion dollars. Yeah, instead of just... And goes to be with his, with his yeah. Uh, partner. Yeah, I think that's the thing, right? I think it's like you have him and maybe like... Uh, uh, a lesser confident partner and the lesser like I said like tech partner the less confident guy gets it at the end and that's meant to be a happy ending as well even though again he is inflating capitalism to like a huge degree <laughs> with this you know I mean? no you know what I think I think that him and his business partner so um, we've got Gary um, Gary Flint mm-hmm. oh I see where this is going <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Gary Flint and Tilda Match. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Terry Bumble <laughs> and Magnus Hinge. They're all... <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a very, very funny suggestion just as a background thing that will be a reference for so few people? Yeah. There's just one guy who's also in their class who's called something like, I don't know, Jehoshaphat Salt. And he's the guy that makes the Christian dating app salt that is exactly the same as Tinder. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're here very funny. No, it's his name's, his name's Terry Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Christian Mingle. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, maybe the film is called Mingle. And it's about Terry Christian Mingle. Jesus Christ. It's a double-barreled surname, <laughs> Christian Mingle. Do you want to hear a very funny thing about the app Salt, just before I forget? Sure, I didn't realise Salt was the thing. And it is, yes, but in Salt, you cannot uh, swipe either left or right on, on more than like 20 people a day because you should really be taking time to think about the people that you want to be with. You know, you really should be taking the time to be like, is this the right person for me? And you shouldn't you shouldn't be going through hundreds of people a day, you know? You have to really sure. you have to really, really hone in on are the tw- are the twenty closest Christians to me the only people in the world that I will ever love? <laughs> That's an important <laughs> thing to think about. Yeah, and importantly the Women just get to make a profile. They don't actually. That's the extent <laughs> of their involvement in the process. 
<laughs> they have they are automatically matched to anyone who swipes right on them unfortunately yeah 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 maybe that is the start of the tender story maybe it's just like that's that's the problem is he makes it real fucked maybe maybe the guy keeps making really bad apps and everyone's like you're no good at this <laughs> well maybe maybe okay so how about this fucking what, what, what was his name uh gary flint and his friend tell the match he said <laughs> I did say Tilda Match, but I'm not sure I like that anymore. Okay. Wendy, Wendy Sparks or something. Yeah. I like. I don't mind that. Wendy Sparks and Gary Flint, right? Their mm-hmm. work. They are a team mm-hmm. at Christian Mingle, run by Big Boss, Evil Boss Terry Christian Mingle. Yeah. And they have are working. You know, they're working on the algorithms, right? They're the lead developers on the algorithm that makes sure that you leave room for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're getting fed up with this because they're like, well, this is unfair. And it's, you know, it's, you should be able to swipe on as many people as you want. And they're like, this is not, this is not the way that we would like to do dating. We would like this to be much more kind of gamified and profitized. But the point is that they are, you know, the, the way they see it is that they're trying to revolutionize the dating mm-hmm. market and maybe have a dating app that's not for Christians. Oh. And they go and they pitch this idea to Terry Christian Mingle, and he's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> he's just like a real foul mouth piece of shit. They walk in, and he, he walk in and he's just smoking straight from a bog as they walk in. He's like, hey. I, th- I think <laughs> it's more of like a J. Jonah James. It, it, maybe it is fucking what's J.K. his name? Simmons? J.K. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Well, oh, because I was going to say, I think Terry Christian Mingle, Walter Goggins would be good. You know Walter Goggins is? I have, I've heard the name. Walter Goggins is also in a, the TV show The Righteous Gemstones, which he, where he plays a religious Oh, yeah, spot. no, I know then. Yeah. Is he the big guy in The Righteous Gemstones? I don't know, but I've sent you a picture of him there on Discord. Oh, no, okay, that's not who I was thinking of, but yes. I think he'd be really good as like just like a really unnecessarily aggressive but Christian man, but a Christian man like you're saying, like J.K. Simmons, who's just like, that's not how things work here. Yes. <laughs> He's just screaming constantly. And, like, outside of his office is, like, all, like, you like, real overtly, like, pleasant Christian stuff, yeah. like, all the walls, all the windows are, like, really stained well. glass with it. In, like, mm-hmm. a, in, a hor- in, a, in a horrid way, because I don't really enjoy this actor, but Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's good, yeah. Danny McBride just swearing the fucking building down constantly. Yeah. And he just keeps pointing at the picture of Jesus that's very clearly a picture of Ewan McGregor. And he's like, what would he do, huh? What would he do? Would he be making fucking it's money Ewan off McGregor this? McGregor as Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi in yeah, yeah. So the he, second he just Star Wars me like, movie. And I, I like the idea that everyone calls. He's just like, do you know who that is? And he's like, of course I fucking know who it is. And he's so angry about it that no one ever actually gets an answer whether he thinks it's Obi-Wan so, yeah, it's Kenobi a big mystery really. throughout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's very good. So yeah, that, that's, so how, you- that's how it starts, I think. They get, they, you know, they are, they're, Beaten down and browbeaten in a dead end job mm. working, you know, doing code for Christian Mingle. And then, well, yeah, they have this great idea and they pitch it, and Terry Christian Mingle punches both of them in the face, <laughs> throws them out of his office. Do we have actors for these two yet? And are they going to be much younger because they're advancing tender, or do you think it's just. Yeah, I think they have to be like, you know, up and coming. Or maybe, maybe I guess maybe they're in they're like thirties, perhaps. And what mm. era? It? I guess it's uh, is it two thousand? Tinder must have been two thousand 
tens. I think I got my first iPhone when I was 2006. When it was in 2006. When did the iPhone come out? I'm not sure. But I say I got my first iPhone in 2006, and I am almost certain that Tinder was not a, not available at the time. And let me tell you, Matt, I don't know. No. <laughs> Tinder was founded 2012. Okay. Well, let's call it, let's bring it back a little bit and call it 2000s, because that's a more kind of like iconic yeah. sort of era for fashion, I guess. You yeah. know, you can set something in the 2000s and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a 2000s aesthetic, right? What's a 2010 aesthetic? Fucking nobody knows. Everyone's listened to Good Charlotte. <laughs> um, right. But are they going to make Tinder while they work I for Christian Ming? I they think that's leave? what happens is they start doing it in secret, right? They're like, well, look, yeah. we can get all of our coding done for our Leaving Room for the Holy Spirit app, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe we'll work some overtime, we'll put in some unpaid hours, and we'll secretly work on Tin. What, what, what are we going to call it? Uh, we'll call it, I don't know, uh, Flint Spark. We'll call it, um, <laughs> oh boy. And then, you know, eventually yeah. they, they toss it around and eventually, I think probably Wendy Sparks comes up with the name Tinder. And I think someone in the background says, hey, can you grab me a tin of Coke? And someone's like, a tin? A tin? Oh, a tin do. Yes. And they're like, hang on a second. This- yeah. And like, you, it's built up that you think it's going to be something about their names. It's just, it's just Danny McBride ripping the fuck out of someone who yeah. said tin instead of cow. Nice. And I think, yeah, and I, but I think that crucially that Wendy Sparks is the one who ever hears that and has the idea. And she yeah. rings up Gary Tinder, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Gary, Gary yeah. Flint and yeah. it's like I've had it I've got it I've got the perfect name right and he's like I'm writing it down now I'm writing it down now because what I'm building up to is that eventually Facebook style Gary Flint is going to absolutely fuck over Wendy Sparks yeah 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 I think that's good and take all of the thing and then you know mm-hmm. eventually he's gonna do the sacrifice play of like selling Tinder for millions and millions to go and live with his new partner but crucially wendy sparks is like completely forgotten about but do you know who i think it would be a very good annoying guy to make tinder when you're trying to do like a success bros film where it's like meant to be a happy ending but you're like he's still a bit annoying yeah. even though like he's not doing anything wrong necessarily he's just a bit annoying gone would be you know ben schwartz yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Where it's like he's there's not he's not actually doing anything wrong. He's just a bit annoying. Do you know what I mean? You're just like, I don't really want to see him, but at the same time, I he's can't just a bit of a douchebag, yeah. That's very nice. He's not problematic. He's just he's just a bit of a moan. <laughs> not even a moan, he's just a bit like loud, do you know what I mean? You're like, just take it down a, a few notches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then who do we get for Lisa Sparks? I was thinking Patty Harrison. Okay. Just because I think, again, like they both have good comedic yeah, energy. Yeah, I like you know that. I mean? and, I think... and she, yeah, she, she plays well opposite Ben Schwartz, I think. Well, I think, I think she would, yeah. I think, I think the two of them together would be very good at doing at like the comedic parts of it as well as like big genuinely annoying success people and ways do you know what yeah. I mean? like I, th- I think in very different ways where i think patty harrison would know that she's playing against type whereas ben schwartz would be like i could do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they're two very good opening actors i like that a lot yeah and then we yeah, yeah. and then we have warren buffett or whatever the fuck his name was for uh <laughs> terry christian mingle yeah 
Walter Goggins. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I think I think keep Danny McBride. I think that was a perfect answer. I oh yeah, Danny, I forgot I said Danny yeah. McBride. I think Danny McBride's perfect for it. Maybe Walter Goggins can appear later as like an investor or some shit. That yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Well, because I think that they get caught, right? They get yeah. caught working on Tinder by, or maybe there's like a real like weaselly, like a real rat cunt who like dobs them in to Terry Christian Mingle. Yeah, like Randall from Recess, that kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Randall from Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah, or Randall from Eddie, where you know a guy called Randall. Randall yeah. Keith Orton got Mr. Kennedy fired in the WWE once. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, who's a real good Weasley little shit? Maybe it's just Stephen Merchant, even though he's big because he just strikes. He's the kind of person who'd work at a big corporate, a big, cr- yeah, I think that's a big, cr- a big Christian corporation where he's like, uh, uh, sorry, Danny. <laughs> Uh, just like a quick little message. Yeah, like I think so. And yeah, I yeah. think he's like set up as a really annoying guy. And I think maybe he gets set up as like a credit taker mm-hmm. early on. Maybe he's also on the team. Yeah. They're the co-leads and he's like working underneath them. And yeah. then he's always like, he's always hanging around. Or maybe he's the maybe he's the team lead and they're working underneath him. And he's always taking credit for their ideas, you know? And he's just like a really weasley little boss. And he, you know, maybe he's like, chewing them out one day but he never like shouts or anything he's not like a terry christian mingle but he yeah. brings me he's just like oh you know well maybe uh that's not his voice or yeah. uh, stevie merchant there we go uh he's like well, you know uh just very passive aggressive yeah. and uh you know maybe you don't want to work to make you yeah exactly <laughs> do you want a job do you want to carry on a job do you do you i'm asking yeah. you a question no that's right you don't is that, you know yeah. that's that yeah. kind of like really shitty guy and he sees what they work you know he sees what they're working on one day and he reports them what? Because I don't know how long Christian Mingle's been around, right? But I, I, I imagine it probably was, It probably didn't get prominence until. Because I think Tinder getting accepted made internet dating a lot easier, right? So Christian Mingle probably had a boom at the same time. Realistically, uh-huh. I, I think maybe this is like there's only maybe ten people work at Christian Mingle, and maybe like it's Danny McBride is Terry Christian Terry. Terry Mingle, or Terry Christian hyphen Mingle, like his yeah. parents double barreled him, and um, maybe he's like, oh, the company's growing, so I'm going to need to hire someone to be the vice president, and it's like they're all on the same level, and Stephen Merchant dobs them in because he's trying to get the job. Do you oh, know I, mean? I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's doing the proper snivelly little rat cunt thing of being like, oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to be the big important person. That's it's like, nice. I've been working here way longer than you, I deserve it, that kind of like shitty yeah. thing, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And maybe that thing you said like, about him being passive-aggressive is just him more not like threatening them just being like well i'll just tell terry if you're not doing your work kind of thing yes and like just you know, like we things like i don't know uh gary turns up like a 902 instead of nine and it turns around and uh, Stephen merchant's character just very clearly writes a note and puts it in his drawer like that kind of shitty thing do you mean yeah yeah like he's always yeah. got a clipboard or something he's making notes on yeah and maybe he's like out for revenge because one day in a meeting he says something and then Wendy Sparks like counterpoints it, and <laughs> Terry Christian Mingle's like, "That's a good point. Fuck you, uh, Stephen Merchant." <laughs> I and he's think like, it's like, "Well, now I'm gonna get you fired." You know that that tweet that I referenced quite a lot. That was the one. that's like, "Oh, I just got rescued off a desert island." My friend who was there when I misspoke once says, was the Grink there? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just something like that, where he calls him Terry Mingle Christian. And Wendy was like, what? 
fucking hysteric Christian Mingle, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And Stephen Merchant's just like, I'm going to get that bitch fired. <laughs> He's just so angry about it. <laughs> yeah, and so I think the way it goes down is maybe they're working late one night and they have some sort of breakthrough. You know, maybe they, they realize, right? Maybe they're at the coffee machine or something. You know, they've got one of those like touchscreen coffee machines and mm-hmm. they're trying to or and they're trying to hit like the Ford button to get to a latte. Yeah. Wendy goes, Oh fucking, this would be so much easier if you could just swipe. Yeah. And then, you know, Gary goes, Hang on a second, what did you just say? She says, The coffee would be so much easier to get to if you could just swipe rather than having to jab all the time. Mm. And he's like, I think I think you're onto something here. Hang on a second. And, you know, he does like a quick sketch, right? Yeah. And it comes up swipe left, right, you know? And yeah. she's like, Jesus Christ, that's genius. And so they rush back and they're sort of implementing it and they're like <laughs> quietly celebrating, you know? Every then, time, sorry, every time someone says Jesus Christ in the film, there should be a very clear camera shot where you can see you and McGregor in the photo <laughs> Like it's always just slightly obscured yeah. by them doing it. Um, I think it'd and be really see, good. Yeah. yeah I think but I'm, as they're doing that, you know, you see they leave for the night and maybe they forget to lock their computer or something. Yeah. And you see that Stephen Merchant sort of creeps in and you see that he, it lights up and he starts looking and then it cuts to black. And then you just hear Terry Christian mingle and go, what the fuck? And <laughs> yeah. it cuts back up again and they're in his office next. Yeah. Getting fired. Yeah. And his eyes are like red. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Stephen Merchant's crying in the corner, being like, "I tried to stop them, Terry." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I brought, like, I brought you. I brought. Uh, sorry, I brought it to you as soon as I could. Terry, yeah. Terry I, I did it. I was. I did. I did good. Terry, go. I could do it. He was like, Shut up, Stephen yeah. Merchant. I, I like have a name I, for Stephen. Merchant. I like the idea that Danny McBride does, or like Terry doesn't even like say shut up to him. He just throws you like a Warthers original. <laughs> Stephen Merchant just catches his mouth yeah. and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> start sucking it like a dog. I think Stephen <laughs> Stephen Merchant's called Randall Kunt. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Kunt with yeah. a Z, K U N T Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Randall Kunt. <laughs> he has to keep correcting people about that all the time. Yeah, it's, everyone it's Kuntz. calls him Kunt, and yeah. he's like, no, "It's Kunt, actually." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Stephen. <laughs> he always that's his catchphrase. You know, like Stephen, it's Kunt, like Stephen. Yeah. Um, I think that they get fired, right? And then maybe it's one of those things where uh, they like beg, I don't know, either Patty's or Ben's parents just to give them like a loan kind of thing. Do you know that kind of thing? And they just get like a shit ton of computers and try to launch this app. Yeah, and they're, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, you know how tech people are always like, oh yeah, and I started, you know, I started in my in, in a garage. Yeah. And now here I am and you look back and it's like, uh, what they actually did was, was their parents lent them like a million pounds. Yeah, and that's, also that's exactly why I was putting it in double garage I, that's bigger than like most houses. Yeah, because I think it's very fun if you have the idea of like you how could much fit mo- like twenty employees in that garage, and they did. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. I think you have the idea where they're like, how much money can you screw up to garage? Like, I don't know, like five grand. They're like that's not gonna be enough. And in my head, I'm watching. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, I'd love five grand. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be more like. 500 you know no but that's what i'm saying but i think they together like i think we can only get five grand or something and then like i guess i can ask my dad and the oh, dad is just yeah, like yeah, yeah. i haven't got much but i'll write you a check and then the check's for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you're like that is an astronomical amount of money to yeah. give someone but in the in this film it's just like 
God, are well, you sure maybe this it's presented is all you've got? Like, maybe it's presented as like a huge thing where yeah. it's like, you know, well, we can, we're prepared to do this for you, you know, Gary, uh, Wendy, but, you know, we are going to have to sell the holiday home. <laughs> yeah, I can't think. And they're Rick. like, oh my God. Oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. What a, so- a classic Sophie's choice. Well, maybe that's you have one of those things where maybe the parents say no originally, right? And they start trying to make Tinder work by like, going like speed dating. And you have like a couple of comedy scenes of them at speed dating, where instead of speed dating, they're just pitching the app to people. Yeah, that's you know very I mean? cool. Uh, and then like you have lots of stuff where it's just them walking around the city being like, hey, or like going to like a gym full of dude bros, like, hey, you guys look like you'd have trouble picking up women. And then just like it's Ben Schwartz getting thrown out of the gym, you know, like that kind yeah, of physical comedy stuff. And I think that's it because it shows that they are actually, you know, they're doing a bit yeah. of the hard graft. Yeah. But and I think it shows, that- it's that kind of like inspirational bullshit that yeah. uh, these kind of movies love. love. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then I think what happens is you get home and Ben Schwartz and Paddy Harris are both like on their sitting on the couch in the guards like really upset and then Paddy Harrison's dad comes in and does that speech he just said where it's like we sold the holiday home as if that's a big deal when actually like that's a bad thing for anyone to own in the yeah. current climate we're not going to be able to buy another holiday home for at least five years so I hope yeah. you know what you're doing it's Robert Forster by the way I don't know okay. I think that's a good I think he's a good dad energy because you're looking sure. at it briefly right but I think you get a good He'll be going to do a little monologue about the importance of hard work and... Yeah. Oh, fuck. Maybe maybe what it is is Robert Forster is a hedge fund manager. You're right. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. And he comes in with a check and he's like, you better know what you're doing because if you don't, there's a lot of people who are going to want their pensions and I'm going to jail. <laughs> and he hands them a check. Maybe we have both, both sides of it, right? Or maybe it is like... I mean, it's just like he gives them the big monologue about how important it is. And then Ben Schwartz is like, I can't believe you did it, Dad. You sold the the, the holiday home. And he's like, what? No, I fucking didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. What I've done is embezzlement. <laughs> this is the police pension fault. <laughs> this is the smallest amount of embezzlement that I've done <laughs> so far this year. <laughs> just take it and keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Oh, whatever you do to fucking put this in the movie because the statute of limitations of this is it's unending like I can be gone at any time yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, this isn't this isn't charity what this is is money laundering now put this in the bank quick <laughs> and then what we do is when we release this film we use part of the profits to, for every screening of it to hire an actor who's in the cinema when that bit happens and the police come in and escort them out of the cinema <laughs> Yeah, so they get their start. They get their startup money, and yeah. now they're working. You know, and they've mm-hmm. got a garage that's got maybe like ten, five employees in it. Yeah, uh, who are getting paid minimum wage, no benefits. Yeah, um, and it's all it's all just like character actors. Like it's all people you know, and they just have little funny lines. Do you mean yeah? People whose faces you know, like um, a lot of that who, guys. You know who Ju- Julian Guzman is now? No. no. Ha- have you ever seen Yes Man? No. Have you seen Wednesday? No. Well, he's in both of them. Oh, good. <laughs> but it's like just like um quite like uh rotund like comedic uh Latino character actor. And it's like okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. him on the phone just screaming at people and like Ben Schwartz have to come over and just put the phone down and be like, Hi oh, Julian. <laughs> like we're just yeah. trying to like we're trying to get 
the people on side and you're not really helping us get people on Maybe we get like Charlie Day in there as like a really neurotic kind of yeah. coder programmer. I reckon there's one guy who's like, is, I mean, you do have J.K. Simmons like you mentioned earlier, right? And he gets hard and he's just like, he's just got a really good attitude. Like he's like, I can do anything I put my mind to. But like his whole cv for the last 10 years has just been like a janitor or something uh-huh. and every now and then they come in and he's just like mopping the floor and then he sees them and just quickly sits at the computer <laughs> and just starts ty- <laughs> typing again <laughs> like he's like i just doesn't know what to do other than clean things so then he just shows you him typing and then like ben schwartz is like hey ron the the keyboard's not plugged in <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like just like we silly like cheesy yeah. comedy things like that right but yeah. i think importantly here Ben Schwartz has to find somebody loves on Tinder. Yes, I think that's important. So they made so this this all has to be kind of like the first forty five minutes, maybe to an hour. Yeah, probably closer to forty five. And then they mm. build, they make the app, right? They yeah. build the working app and they send it out, and they get investment. You know, they get first round uh, venture capital funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they roll it out across, and it's a huge success. Everyone loves Tinder. Like, Terry Christian Mingle, you see him in his office just, like, you know, shaking his fist. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's going off Christian. Nobody's Christian mingling anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe there's a good bit where maybe... You see him just, like, repeatedly slapping Stephen Merchant in the face. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Merchant keeps standing up being like, please, sir, can I have another, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe whenever they were like pitching Tinder at the speed dating thing, Patty Harrison just goes around everyone, like, right? Because she's just like so quick, being like, here, you should go on this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I think maybe and what they, they do is they, what they've, what they've done is they, when they're, when they're out canvassing, they've taken, they've created like an email list, you know? Yeah. They've gone, look, would you be interested in this? Hey, give us your email, you know, and, 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 and then you can have it. And so that's when, you know, when they get their first, when they build their first, thing and they send it out they're like well look we've got a list here of ten thousand people mm-hmm. you know in the in the greater uh silicon valley area yeah who are all gonna sign up to this immediately well that's what i was gonna say i think the problem is though he maybe while the speed dealing bumps into the person he likes but then she never appears on the app do you mean that's that kind oh, of thing i see hit- yeah 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 <laughs> So that's that thing if he eventually runs out of people on it and it's him driving to other parts of the city, you know, to try and get like into like the new radius. Maybe they do the meet cute, right? They have a meet cute yeah. of he's running around with a clipboard and he bumps into her and he drops all the papers and she's picking them up and she's like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is a lot of emails. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm canvassing for my new dating app. And she's like, oh, yeah, is it like Christian Mingle? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's on the way to get a. She's on the way to sign her divorce papers, and she's like, "Well, I won't be using one of those for a while." Do you know that kind of thing where it's like, "Yeah, it's a bit too soon for me." And here, yeah, he's yeah. just like There's immediate chemistry, and she's like, "Well, I mean, I hope I, I, I hope I see you on there one day." And she's like, yeah. "Well, maybe you will," yeah. uh, and they kind of leave it at that, you know. Joe you know would be very good at uh, meet cute girl again. Yeah. Just I think the good balance of can be annoying, but is genuinely quite a good actor, a, a uh-huh. good comedic actor. Be Ashleen B. <laughs> I, I I can see that. Yeah, I think Ashley B and Ben Schwartz make a very appropriately leveled rom com couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of think you just have her just be like, yeah, I moved over here to marry my husband, and I not really too keen on it anymore. 
or like you know, it's the kind of like just things didn't work out or whatever. Like we might have rushed it too soon because I need the green card, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh-huh. And then maybe that can be part of it at the end. Maybe she's denied a green card, and that's why he sells the company to go live with her or something. Yeah, nice. kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I think that I just think that that's a good fit casting wise. But yeah, I think that you said it's perfect. There, just like all the emails go everywhere, and then he just is constantly every day just swiping through the remainder of everyone on the city. Yeah, yeah. And he like be- he- maybe he become maybe it's like a it becomes like a bit of a problem for him, and they're like, you've got to stop swiping. Yeah, he's like, I'll never stop swiping. <laughs> yeah. You can't make me. I can stop whenever I want. Yeah, which would be very, very funny because that's then when they are like the tender gold option where you can go back. And he invents it only because he accidentally skipped over because he was going so quick. So he oh, like shit, rejigs yeah. the whole system that you can go back. And he's like, "No one touch my fucking phone. Don't close the app. I need to reset everything." Yeah, so he can and, go back. Before- yeah, he does the swipe and then he calls up up in the middle of the night and he's like, yeah. "We need to make it go back." <laughs> And then, because the the question then, right, the question for them becomes once they've got this app and they've got, you know, a million people signed up or whatever, it's a huge success. Yeah. In the trial area that they're doing it, the investors are really happy. It's Mm -hmm. growing, you know, the company's growing. And then somebody asks them, maybe Warren Buffett or something, played by, um, fuck. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, playing (laughs) Warren Buffett, says... But how's it going to make money? You got you great. You got a great app here. It's it's, it's popular as hell. What are you going to put ads in it? And they're like, oh, we don't want to put ads in it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's going to ruin. That's going to ruin the experience. You know, Um, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they're like, well, what about this? What if you know you have your basic features and then you have like a premium feature set that you pay for? And then you know, and they're like, maybe you can see who's and and you can see that they're having to compromise their vision step Mm -hmm. by step, right? Because and maybe that's why Wendy. And Gary end up falling out because Gary's yeah. like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, we'll make it so you can see if you pay, you can see who likes you. And she's like, well, mm-hmm. no, that's not the, because then you're just choosing again. You know, it's not about the sort of organicness of the swipe, right? Wendy's married to the sort of purity of the swipe and Gary's yeah. a little bit, little bit more mercenary. <laughs> purity of the swipe's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like her just say that and smack in the table. The purity of the swipe, Gary. <laughs> And I'd just be like, I don't give a fuck about the purity. I give a fuck about that attractive woman who I met for 30 seconds two months ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so they're growing apart because the investors are demanding sort of more and more compromises to make money. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you just have a, it's a perfect bit here, right? For you just have them kind of, as you said, you're going to just kind of cut her out at one point, right? Yeah, well, I think that that's, that's the th- this point is that... Yeah. They're arguing more and more about the... Just like the direction of everything, right? Yeah. yeah. The direction that the company's going in. And, and, he's, and she's like, you're compromising our vision to make yeah. money. And he's like, I'm actually... Uh, and, you know, and he's like, well, you're an idealist and we're going to go bankrupt if we don't make these yeah. changes. And she's like, well, this isn't working. I'm leaving and I'm taking, you know, all of my, my property, right? And yeah. taking the net and all of this, these ideas that she's been having that, mm-hmm. and, he, and, and he's like, what do you mean? It's just like, well, you know, Tinder, that was, that was my name. And I had all the, you know, the swipe, that was my idea and sort of all of yeah. these things. And he's like, oh, not according to my notes. Yeah, and she like, realizes that he's always been the one writing things down. Yeah. And she's, you know, she was so caught up in the furor and the excitement, furor, mm. the furor 
I, furor, furor. I'm not sure how you pronounce that word. Probably not furor. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, but in the She's... excitement, in the excitement yeah. of development, she hadn't been keeping records. And according to the only records for the company that exist, which were written by Gary, he owns everything. Yeah. She just wakes up the next day. She's got 60 grand in her bank and the note on the bonds would just says, sorry, that's it. And she says, well, my, fa- you know, my dad did embezzlement for this company, right? And he's like, well, that's not you. That's, that was investment in the company. You don't own that. Yeah. You know, your, your, your dad's quite happy to be making a lot of money off of this now. Yeah. That wasn't anything to do with you. So take a payout and get out of here. And she's like, well, I, I you know, I, I, and she tries to make a legal case of it, but lawyers are like, well, we can't, there's nothing we can do. And so, yeah. She tries to go into work one day and the locks have been changed. Yeah. I was going to say, it's it's big success, Bruce, thing for the dad to be like, you should have had everything in writing. This is your own fault. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Like, Learn yeah. a lesson from this. Yeah, I think that's perfect. She goes in one day and all the doors are locked. She tries to go around the back and there's just like a little like, you know, like trolley thing that mm. has like her personal belongings and like computer and stuff on it. And maybe the coffee machine that had the button like she was jabbing on it and she just like smashes it and then like takes all her things and goes home yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you don't really see her again for ages but i think maybe at the end you just have her like sitting like in a coffee shop talking about how you can't trust men or something and then i someone- think you see her again when there's some big award or something that gary flint is accepting on behalf of tinder right and he at this point has almost forgotten about the girl yeah, Ashling B. Uh, about Ashling B, exactly. Yeah. And he's accepting this big award and he's talking about how he created Tinder. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's kind of self mythologizing and trying to sweep under the rug everything that happened. And then from the back of the room, Wendy speaks out, you know? Yeah. And she has this big speech about how much he's changed and about how he's turned into. Terry, Terry Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he and you see these flashbacks of him like screaming and fire at and firing J.K. Simmons and like all of these times where he's become the thing that he was railing against at the start of the movie. And he's like, do you she's like, do you even remember why? Do you even remember why you can shake to go back? <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes crashing back, and he remembers he's like, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate this award. It's oh, it's a very funny physical bit for him to have the flashback that comes back and he's just himself yeah. shaking, like having like a nervous panic attack. And he goes, it's yeah, like- and he goes, please, please, come up on stage, come up on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my partner, Wendy Sparks. I have been, you know, I've, um, I've been a businessman, but I was so busy being a businessman, I forgot to be a friend. You deserve this more than I do. Gives her the award. He's like, folks, there's somewhere I've got to be. Yeah, I think he, as he's doing, he takes his phone out, right? And you just hear like a little ding thing. And it's yeah. like she opens her phone and it's like all the ownership is over minus like 50 million or something. He's like, just kept a little bit for myself, winks at her and like pats and walks off. And she's just like, he give me 60 grand. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like an inordinate amount of money. Like she's like, he just took so much money. He give me 60 grand kind of thing. And she, he walks yeah, off. Yeah, he set himself up for like more longer than life. Yeah. Maybe he transfers all the assets over to her, but he keeps all the all the money. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, all of the IP now that's yours. It should have been from the beginning. And she's like, oh yeah, what about the assets? 
The, he's like, I've got to go. <laughs> the building, the, the, you know, the bank accounts. And he's like, um, so. <laughs> he's like, yeah. over there. Yeah. He throws a smoke bomb and leaves. Yeah, like a proper, like, Batman one just smashes the ground. And then you just very loudly hear footsteps and then, like, a fire door open and the alarm yeah. going off. <laughs> I mean, you have a big musical montage here where it shows you, like, Terry Christian Mingle being arrested for like drug smuggling or something mm-hmm. like that. Then like um Randall Cunts o- taking ownership of Christian Mingle and then sadly saying salt the Christian tender appear and he's like, No <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I think what would be really funny is if he runs out the door and he's swiping, he's literally like running down the main street of whatever yeah. place Silicon Valley is, swiping, 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 and he finds the one he's looking for and he um, you know, he's like, yes, he does it, and he swipes, and nothing happens. Oh, is this Ben you're talking about, or Gary? Sir? <clears throat> yeah, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah running down, yeah. and he finds, you know, he finds, um, fuck, Ashling B. Ashling B. <laughs> he yeah. finds her on Tinder. He swipes, but there's not, you know, there's no match. Sound alert, and mm-hmm. he's like, what the fuck happened? And then he uses, you know, he uses his knowledge, right? He gets into the dev thing, and he finds her account, and he finds her location data and he's like being quite creepy at this point he stalks her yeah. you know yeah and he goes to the coffee oh, no, shop but, where she no, is but i reckon in this movie it would really imply it's like a love it's like a cute oh of thing. course yeah yeah there's yeah, like inspirational yeah. music to fuck over this right as he's doing this yeah. and he, he yeah. he's he's running and on the phone to julian guzman he's like julian did you find me this person's address he's like i'm on my fucking lunch and he's like i don't give a shit julian and he didn't do like after all the time of him screaming on the phone yeah, like a nice yeah, yeah. callback i think and then Julian Guzman's like, I've found it, it's... And then as he says it, the phone goes dead and Ben Schwartz is like, what the fuck? And J.K. Simmons' broom has just pulled the phone cable out. <laughs> and then, like, eventually they just get connected again and he, like, gets the right as she's about to, like, get into a taxi or something. Do you know what I mean? And that's when they meet and she's like, oh, hey. And he's like, <laughs> oh, fancy meeting you here. Do you want to g- get a coffee? And she's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like not, like, and that's like, yeah. the big ending. It's that's like, what Tinder's <laughs> like, right? That is what Tinder's like. It's people like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I guess that'll be fine. <laughs> or maybe he goes in and he's like, he says some like really cheesy pickup line. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> the just... Tinder experience, right? Is yeah. a million cheesy pickup lines and a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, c- cool. And not heard that one before. And he's like, do you want to see my penis? And she's like, no, <laughs> but I'll go for a coffee with you. And they walk off. This would be like our version of it. And the real dude Bruce film, they'd say yes and immediately marry, right? Yeah. Immediately marry, and then she would just be a stay-at-home wife while he develops a new app. Perfect. But I, I was going to say, I think we need to have one very brief scene, right, where Patty Harris, now the owner of Tinder, right? Yeah. Um, It's maybe sitting with her dad, and her dad's like, oh, everything has worked out for you. And she's like, I don't know. You kind of screwed me over. Gary kind of screwed me over. I just feel like I can't really trust men anymore. It should be somewhere where the women get to have power over it. Nice. And then someone goes, I agree. The name is Sarah. Sarah Bumble. Sarah Bumble. <laughs> cards. And that's the end of the film. Setting up the sequel to the dating apps universe. <laughs> Very universe nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dating app cinematic universe. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's good. I think the dating app cinematic universe would be a great bet for us to do once a year. <laughs> All right, Matt, I tell you some exciting news. Yeah. I've got the history of how Tinder was actually made up and ready to go. Oh, fantastic. I was wondering <laughs> how we were going to do this bit. Well, yeah. I guess it's time for the plot. 
Okay. So uh, it it kind of starts in a weird place. So I'm gonna just tell you the guy who made Tinder was called, and you're not gonna believe this because it does sound like a name we'd come up with. Is Sean Rad? <laughs> Sean Rad. Yeah, like a rad dude. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The original prototype for Tinder was called Matchbox. So we were actually pretty close. We were pretty close. I should have stuck with Tilda Match. Yeah. Uh, was built during a hackathon, which I don't know what that is, but I think it's just making apps, I think. I guess uh, it's just, a yeah, when nerds sit in a room and do yeah. coding. Uh, in February 2012 by Sean Rad and Joe Munez. Okay. The hackathon was hosted by Hatch Labs, a New York-based startup incubator with a West Hollywood outpost. Realizing the name Matchbox was too similar to Match.com, Rad, his co-founders and early employees renamed the company Tinder. The company's flame-themed logo remains consistent throughout the rebranding. How exciting. That's very <laughs> exciting. We didn't do a thing about the branding, but we should, probably should have done. Oh, well. At one point, he just burns his hand, and he's like, of course. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, in January 2012, Rad was hired as general manager of Cardif- Cardify. I thought it was, I was going to say Cardify. This is a place that makes things more like the city of Cardiff. No, Cardify, a credit card loyalty app launched by Hatch Labs. During a hackathon this first month, he presented the idea for a dating app. We've read all this bit. Yeah. Uh, in, Mar- in March, co-founder Jonathan Bedeen, <laughs> that's a very funny name, uh, front-end operator and later Tinder's CSO, and Chris Golsansky also joined. Sure. In May, in May, while Cardify was going through Apple's App Store approval process, the team focused on Matchbox Tinder. During the same period, Alexis Mateen, who is just one of the owner's sisters... <laughs> And her friend, no fucking, her friend, Whitney Wolfherd. God damn, these names. Whitney Wolfherd. A herd of wolves is her A last herd of name. Wolf. I mean, better than Wolfhard, I guess. Yeah. Finn, I asked him peace. Rip. Finn Wolfhard. Pull yeah. one out, everybody. Imagine people listen to this in January, I think, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's paused. Imagine if he does die by the time this comes out. We'll have to cut this bit. We shouldn't release this till he does. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'll make it really prescient. <laughs> release it the day he dies. It's ever like, Jesus, they really, that was a real early joke on their behalf. Anyway, uh, those people were also hired. Uh, Cardify was abandoned, Matchbox renamed Tinder, and Joe Justin Matane joins the company. So this is all, This none of this is exciting. This is just literally stats, right? Yes. Right. Swipe feature developed. Here we go. Okay, now this is big. Tender selection function, which was initially click-based, Matt, you nailed that. I did nail it. Evolved into the company's famous swipe feature. The feature was established when Rad and Bedeen, interested in gamification, modeled the feature off a deck of cards, which they said was much like finding a partner. <laughs> what what do you mean what? by that? Who <laughs> swipes a deck that? of cards? I don't know. And also, in what way is finding a partner just like a deck of cards? Fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, but they then streamlined the action, the actions following a trial on a bathroom mirror. What? No further information. Tinder has been credited with popularizing the swipe feature that many companies now use. By October 2014, Tinder users completed over 1 billion swipes a day. <laughs> That's Too a lot of swipes. swipes. I would yeah. say. Producing about 12 million matches a day. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
In 2014, Tinder's average user spent 90 minutes a day on the app. Hang on. So, wait. A billion swipes with 12 million matches a day. Yeah. A billion is a thousand million, right? Yeah. So it's not a, it's a 0.01% match rate per yeah, swipe. Matt, let me tell you, that seems about right based on my history. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've never downloaded Tinder ever. That's one of the other weird things about me. I think I have had Tinder total time for maybe eight months of my life. Uh-huh. And I think I've met one person off it, like in real life. And other than that, it I I found it horrible. Okay. And not 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 because like it, of like some people say like Tinder really like messes your like head like about your self worth and stuff. It wasn't that. It was more the fact that I feel like everyone on Tinder. It's the same as like social media thing, right? But it's worse because you're actually trying to judge people to hang out with. Is that everyone obviously puts like here's me at a fancy event photo up do you mean here's me like at my absolute peak of all times do you mean where i'm like that's not really who i'm gonna meet am i like i'm not gonna go for coffee with someone who is in a bridesmaid's dress with a fascinator on do you mean it's not like an actual idea of what you are like day to day yeah if you you did turn up and somebody was in a bridesmaid's dress or like a wedding dress would that would you carry on with the date if your I date think, turned up in a wedding dress? Right, Matt, put this way, right? I, I think most people wouldn't, right? But if you had matched with me on Tinder, right? Yeah. Knowing who I am, like, and I turned up in a, in a, a tuxedo and I had a bag that could be a magic tuxedo on it, you'd know that was a bit, and it would probably be quite funny. Yes. <laughs> but that's depending on the person, right? And yeah, also, yeah. you know that I wouldn't actually be committed to being like, right, we're getting married now. <laughs> <laughs> And I fuck, I'm just going to power through this because not all of it's going to be exciting. So I'm just going to get to the most of it. I think is going to be very, very boring. In fact, 2015 Tinder released its rewind function again. That was mentioned and super like, which we did forget to mention the super like. I don't know what a super like is. Super like Matt, once a day or possibly a week. I can't remember. You got a super like. Super like when you liked someone, it notified them you liked them. Whereas normally it's just, you just have to look into bounce to to seeing someone, you know? Whereas you super like them, you get a message, oi, someone super liked you. And you can see who it is. Right. So it's like, it's very direct. Do you know what I mean? Most of the time I used it as a bit. Or if I saw someone I knew on there, I was like, this will be funny. Because then I'll be like, I know you're on here, you slag. And they'll be like, I know you're on here, you whore. And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, companies initiated te- testing boost functionality in Australia. And the function went live for all users in October. And there's nothing else even remotely interesting. All the rest of it is money stuff. Just to be clear, Tinder launched in 2012. It took until 2021 for Tinder to announce a verification system to stop catfishing. Wow. Okay, cool. We didn't, again, we probably should have mentioned catfishing, but... I did think it would be funny for Ben Schwartz to turn up and the person was not actually made. It was someone who stole her photos. I thought that would have been a funny ending, but I just, I didn't get around to it. There's a lot of stuff about user behavior, and but I can see a lot of stuff that says homophobia in it. So I think we're done. <laughs> I think we probably don't need to to look at that anymore. <laughs> Good, Matt. I tell you this now: I'd watch that movie much more likely than I'd watch any of those other three posters we looked at. Yeah, I mean, I've no idea what they're about. So <laughs> yeah, most uh, things I think the actual far drift tender would be confused greatly by our film. By our film, yeah. Do you think they'd be? 
you know, do you think they prefer it? Do you think they'd be like, oh, I wish this had happened as opposed to what actually happened? Yeah, like, I wish we had some narrative as opposed to our boring real yeah, life. Yeah, I wish there'd been some sort of actual story going on. It's like, God, I wish I'd fucked you over, Sean Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> Says Satane or whatever his name was. I can't remember already. It was that uninteresting. Anyway, that's tender. And that's the first original film we've ever thought of. What's it called? Swipe? I think we called it Swipe, yeah. Oh, Swipe's really good because he swiped the company out from under Paddy Oh, shit. Feet. It's a double meaning. God, we're genius. God, we're smart. <laughs> Matt, media recommendations. Um, what have I been watching? Hang on, I just, I'll pop up my letterboxed. I watched uh, One Cut of the Dead last night. Yeah. Uh, recommend. Uh, it is a wildly confusing film for about 60% of the runtime, and then it's very, very satisfying. Very good. One of those things where you're like, how can this possibly turn this around? And then it does, and it makes everything you've watched at the start just so so much better like i really am excited to watch it again on like for a rewatch because i think it'll be so much more enjoyable and here's a really controversial thing man yeah a, a bit of a media recommendation last week i watched a movie a movie that i don't think i've ever watched in its entirety okay and i rated it three and a half stars out of five and that film was star wars episode four and i Goodness. think it's fine <laughs> and i think if you want to spend a few hours in the afternoon just watching something that'll pass the time. Star Wars is fine. A lot of beeps. God, I did not realize how much of that film was just C-3PO translating a lot of beeps. Just doing like, That's beeps, most yeah. of the film. It's just R2-D2 beeping and C-3PO being like, what's that you said? Let me repeat it ad nauseum. It's true. Yeah. You're not wrong. But it was fine. Everyone, am I the only person in the world who thinks Star Wars is fine? It feels like people are really one way or the other about it. No, I think my, probably most people who watch Star Wars think it's fine. Yeah, that's And then good. nerds get very angry about it one way or the other. I reckon it's the best one ever. What do you think of that? Model <laughs> <laughs> uh, A-Rex? Yeah, so um, I've got two recommendations. The first is a podcast. It's called Beyond the Map. A Sandspans Radio podcast. Uh, it's a oh, yes. actual mm. play horror uh, anthology series, yeah. uh, which I'm listening through to at the moment. There are currently eight seasons available, but only five available without paying money for it, or at least, you know, getting a free trial. Um, mm -hmm. Which you can do. It's just real good. It's just real good. It's not like D&D. &D. Yeah. So if I've you also... get burned out quite quickly, like I do, on just hours and hours of D&D &D combat and rolling for initiative and whatever, it's not that. It's very, it's much more kind of storytelling based. Yeah. It's very creepy. I think they draw a lot on like classic horror tropes, which I think is really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's all set in a coherent, like, like a, a th the through line is the world that it's all set in, which is a sort yeah. of alt, alt history, alt universe, United States yeah uh it's very very good it's great i i have also listened to beyond the map and it is by far my favorite like let's play like improvised story series because i've listened to other ones that aren't just necessarily rpg yeah but it's if you like actual play stuff if you like D D content you will enjoy this as well yeah. uh there's enough similarities there you know it's improvised collective storytelling there's a dm mm. um and so on but if you don't like that then also i would recommend giving it a go because it is does tend to be a lot more kind of story focused um there's a lot to dig into there's one fairly recent i don't know if it's the last series 
or the one before that, but The Circle, which is based in a small town in America. Yes. Um, it, one of my favorite, like, audio narratives I've ever listened to. Like, genuinely, it's just really good. And starring people who I wouldn't normally associate working together well, and it's just fantastic. Yeah, like, it's, it's really it's good. Really, the one really I just good. listened to um, was set on a train. It was called The El Donchetto Man. Yeah, uh, I finished it also. Yeah, which is, again, just some really good, like, fast-paced adventure storytelling. Uh, really excellent characters, a very well-developed world. Uh, it's very, very good. Can't recommend it highly enough. Do you know what I like about things like that, like like Beyond the Map specifically does? It's that it is in a world where, like, fantasy and magic and monsters can exist but it's not the focal point it's very much like it's character driven but there just is other fucked shit happening yes yeah yeah. i really like that like as opposed to just being like we're elves and orcs in a forest and we're dealing with yeah and a lot of the times the characters that they're playing are the least powerful yeah you know useless (laughs) useless <laughs> useless characters exactly who are just yeah. kind of caught up in the story and they have to try and survive it and sometimes don't yeah i think it's great yeah. uh very very good yeah uh the other thing i have is a film it's called as above so below it's a film that i've seen before but i rewatched recently because i got it on blu-ray it's one of my favorite horror films of all time it is a wonderfully kind of claustrophobic mix of like tomb raider and christian mythology horror uh Mm. it's all set in the paris catacombs and they actually went and filmed it all there so it's a really fucking spooky setting it's found footage which is not usually my thing but i really love this particular sort of instance Mm. of it and yeah it's really steeped again in like christian sort of mythology which is a thing i really like in horror movies uh, it's very kind of Tomb Raider, Lara Crofty adventure film, but then it just devolves into this kind of nightmarish like hellscape beneath Paris. It's short. It goes really hard. It's very satisfying to watch. Heavy recommend if you like a scary movie. I had someone tell me about that film once and say, Mark, you should never watch this because you will shit yourself to death. <laughs> And that's what I've I've heard about it. So if you are a person who loves horror, I imagine you'll love it. Because I was given a strict warning. There's only three films or two films I've ever been told outright not to watch. And it was that and Hereditary. And Hereditary, as far as I know, is probably one of the best films ever made. So, (laughs) But you'll never watch it. I'll never know. (laughs) I have Hereditary, but I have also not watched Hereditary. Uh, This is a very brief anecdote before we leave. I'm so scared of Hereditary. That my brother came, my brother went to watch it in the cinema, came home, told me the plot of it. I didn't even see it, told me about it, and then closed my bedroom door and I could not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, this isn't a big spoiler, but one of the characters in Hereditary has like a vocal tick. Right. And it's literally just they click occasionally, like just go like that. Uh-huh. And when he closed my bedroom door, he, clo- he went out, turned the hallway light off so it was pitch black. And about 20 minutes later, he snuck back into my room because it was pitch black. And then another 20 minutes later after that, he made the clicking sound in the corner and I nearly shit myself. <laughs> like legitimately, it was like, what the fuck? And then he just started laughing and then left the room. And I was like, well, I'm never going to sleep now. And I have still not seen the film. But of course, as is my tradition, I have read the plot of Wikipedia. And let of me course. die. 
I'll not be watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Well, there we go, folks. There's another episode done in the bag. This was a bit of a new direction for us. A little special episode for you. Yeah, don't expect this often. (laughs) No. What are we going to title this? (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure. Dude bros? (laughs) Yeah, stop making origin movies. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah, good. Anyway, it's a good day to be a bad boy. And it's an even better day to make a series of wild business decisions that happen to benefit you in the long run, even though they all seem like bad ideas at the time. But let me tell you this, it's a fucking great day. And it always <laughs> is a great day to be a poster boy. Yeah, absolutely. We'll never sell out unless somebody offers us. Get out of here, you fucking filthy, dirty rats. <laughs> you filthy bastards. Don't come back here. <laughs> Please leave five five stars. stars.